Kia ora. This program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Hi everyone, you're listening to Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM. I'm Toby. And I'm Solomon. Uh, now there's a bit of a frantic mood in the studio right now. Uh, Want to explain why? Because I forgot my key to the building and I had to cycle home. I live up in Kelvin, so I managed to do it in 15 minutes and get back down here with the key. To come into the studio, only to realise there were no headphones, so we can't hear our voices at all, which isn't great. Uh, but we're making do. I think we can make this work. Yeah, it'll work. It'll work. Um, also, one of our guests still hasn't arrived, but we have one of our guests. Dee, would How you like to it? introduce yourself? Kia ora, everyone. I'm Dee from Dee and the Sweet Somethings. It's a pleasure to be here. I'd like to... Give a big round of applause to Solomon for the big cycle he just did. That was amazing. Thank you very, very much. Very impressive. I couldn't do that if I if I tried. Yeah, the pressure was really on. I can imagine. Well, Dee. Hello. Would you like to tell everyone who's listening what your project, Dee and the Sweet Summings, is all about? Yes. Uh, well, I've been writing music on my own since I was about 11. I'm 20 now, so about nine years. And... I'd been hoping for a band for a while, but quite patiently waiting for the right souls to join me. And last year I met Maxime Zephyr and Ryder Smith, my bassist and drummer, and um, they've jumped on board the songs that I've written and made them even more magical and spicy. So Nice. Yeah. So you say you were searching for the right souls. Yes. Why are those two the right souls? What makes them the ones? Where to begin? Um, I love them to pieces. They are not only ridiculously talented, but very easy to collaborate with. None of us have any ego involved. We just have such mutual respect and admiration for each other and the what we contribute. Mm. Um, and it just, we just resonate. And it's just, it became apparent from the first time we jammed. We just have such good musical and like personality chemistry. Mm. Um, yeah. It well, hang on. If I may Hello. interrupt here, you said there's no ego involved, but the band is called D and the Sweet Somethings. I feel like there's a it's clear true. hierarchy talk going about on. Ego. <laughs> well, there we are. <laughs> no, we talked a lot about the name, um, but I think that a stage name doesn't always reflect the dynamic of a band. You know, like in a lot of bands that um, have one name, say, I can't think of an example <laughs> right now, or like. Um, but, you know, that like there's one person who writes the songs all, and is the front man, you know mm. what I mean, and it's the face of the band, you know. So I don't think it always reflects. Yeah, and mm. I, I am the, the um, main songwriter at the moment. So, yeah, and I also do... And when people think Dear the Sweet Somethings, they often think me because I'm the front person, you know, mm. so it's, like, a good yeah. technique. And I also still do a lot of stuff on my own, so it means I don't have... You know, it's like D or D and the Sweet Somethings. You mm. know, this stuff's got that flexibility, which is nice. What sort of stuff do you make by yourself and how does that differ from the stuff you make with the band? Um, it's basically the same stuff. It's just <laughs> slightly differently done. What is so that stuff? The stuff, the songs that I've written. <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, yeah, so I have... Yeah, I play them with the band, but I also play them on my own. Some songs I don't play with the band and I only play when I'm on my own. Um... But yeah, it's nice that people can experience different versions. Um, and when we come to release music too, I'm sure I'll release stuff with the band and on my own. 
So, mm. yeah. Mm, because you haven't officially released anything no, with this lineup. Yet. We have not. But you've been quite prolific in terms of your gigs, right? We have, yes. I've been really onto the admin this year. Um, yeah, I've made it sort of the full time full time job. And yeah, we have lots of gigs coming up. Can I plug one of them now? Perhaps? Go on, yeah. No, this is actually the official uh, first announcement, right? This is the announcement of D and the Sweet Somethings playing at Meow on July 13th from 8pm. Um, the Facebook event and technical ticket link are all going up at 7pm this evening, so this is the first everyone's hearing about it. Where can people find the um, ticket link? On the Facebook page. So if... After 7pm, they look up D and the Sweet Somethings at Meow on Facebook, then the event will come up. Um, and I'm really excited because we've got an amazing lineup. We're being um, supported by my sibling, Clara Vanwell, who plays sort of folk pop, introspective, amazing things. And we've also got Walker, um, who's a friend of mine who's just got a band together and it's going to be their debut show with the band. Okay. So that's super exciting. Do you come from a musical family? I do. We're all bonkers um, and very creative, yes. Like all of my aunts, I have five aunts and they're all musical and they paint and get up to all sorts of mischief. And my dad is very theatrical and also loves music. Well, I know that you're you're originally more of a theatre person, right? I wouldn't say more of. But I am definitely a theatre person, yes. Mm. Yeah, you, you, said, sure. you said in an RNZ interview many when years ago. When I was ago, 15? Wow, <laughs> yeah, you I really found did it. the background check. Holy smokes. No, you, you said that you were actually more of a dancer than a musician. I Back in the day, yes. When I was a kid, I, did, I wanted to be a dancer. And music wasn't really on the scene. But then, yeah, I picked up my guitar when I was 11 and... And the rest is history, as they say. As they say. Yeah, I I know um, you guys have supported uh, James Hunter in The Gatherers before. Yes. And you and James have this in common, that you both have a theatre background originally, right? True, yeah. What sort of skills do you think you learn doing theatre that become useful for the type of stuff that you're doing now? Um, I think... I mean, I think I grew in drama and in music simultaneously. I don't think it was like one informed the other. Um, but definitely, you know, being comfortable on stage and putting on a performance, putting on a show, you know, like um, playing with theatrics in the way that you present yourself and, and knowing that, you know, I believe authenticity is really important, but it's also nice to have the freedom to kind of play with who you are when you're on stage and when you have sort of an identity as an artist as well and being transparent with that, you know? Mm. Um, oh, that's interesting. In what ways do you play with who you are on stage? Um, I think it, I bring out certain sides of myself, for sure. Like at, we played, we were lucky enough to play Eye Gum last week mm. and I did a cheeky little striptease at the start of the set. And <laughs> oh, like, did you? Yeah, it really got everyone on board. <laughs> Just a Wait, jacket, I, nothing more. I missed that. Um, I was on the toilet. Yeah, it's a real shame. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I miss that as well. I was there, but I think I was on the balcony. Yeah, and I think... <laughs> we were really doing our research you were that really week. Doing, yeah, <laughs> come on, team. No, don't be next time. Um, I've, I've lost my train of thought. Theatre. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Being on stage. You, yeah. you do You do a cool thing on stage. I remember one time you were giving out cans of beans. I did used to give out cans of beans, yes. I did Why? used to do that. Well, I, you know, you're always looking for audience engagement. You want to make them feel involved and breaking the fourth wall is very important. Um, so I would ask a deeper, meaningful See, question. theatre term. 
Yeah, there we go. There we go. It's true. Well noticed. Um, yeah, I'd ask a deep and meaningful question and then the person with the best answer would win the can of beans or the chocolate. It could be chocolate. Right. Okay. I had different treats and it was going to be a regular thing and then I decided that I would I would just let that one go. Oh, You've only got so much time in a set, you know, and you want to make sure right, you yeah. Yeah. hit can't all the nails be, you want to be fun and games. Yeah. What yeah, were exactly. some of the, the best answers for the meaning of life? Oh, the meaning of the meaning of life. Somebody said the meaning of life was the can of beans itself. Oh and yeah, that really I, I was, blew I was my was mind. That yeah, that, that was, was our that gig was at Valhalla. Yeah. yeah, and that really blew my mind. Yeah, the can of beans itself, and then they yeah. got the can of beans. They got the can of beans. Okay. Yeah, I think at another gig I put together like a Wellington Apothecary care package or something. I got really into it, Whoa. so it also hurt the bank account a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. Well, I, I feel like in a way that answers your question, Toby. You know, what have you learned from theatre? I feel like it's a very theatre thing to do to yeah. get the crowd involved to that definitely level. Like, definitely. A, not a lot of musicians, not all musicians, feel so natural about engaging with the crowd, and yeah. you do it quite sort of freely. And it always seems like when you're up on stage, everyone is sort of interacting with you, and yeah. there's a real exchange going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is, is it? Does that come naturally? Has that always come naturally? Did, think, did you ever have stage fright? I know? definitely get nervous, but I, I've always loved being on stage. Mm. It's just so it's so fun and and freeing and um, yeah, I feel very much myself when I'm performing. Um, I think it brings out the best in me, mm. and yeah, I think definitely those that transferable skill of engaging with the audience and just imagining what the audience experience is like, you know, like that's something you gain from being yeah. in theatre that you might not think about if you're just playing music in your bedroom, you know. Um, yeah, for sure. Is that yeah. maybe why you're so live performance oriented as opposed to, you know, recording and um, get being in the studio all the time? Well, I think I think a balance is important, but I think... Like, gigging is probably, in my opinion, the best way to build up a profile, you know? Mm. Like, if people see you live, that's a good... Or they see your poster around town, they'll, they'll you know, put you on their radar. And you, I kind of want to have a bit of a profile before I release music so that then it will yeah. be listened to. And, yeah, so you already you know, have a fan base. Yeah, exactly. But I do really want to record, but I'm not very technically inclined. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And both my sweet somethings are also in other projects, so it's just, you know, a matter mm. of timing and we don't want to be in a rush. We just want to release something we're proud of when we're ready. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, now, Max isn't here yet, um, no. but do you think you would like to perform a song on your own? Yeah, totally. I can do that. Is, is Max bringing his instrument? No, he's just going to um, do the backing vocals. Oh, nice. Okay. Or just We could hold off. Hey, how, how late is he running? I don't know. I could send him a message. Oh no! Don't worry, don't worry okay. about that. We'll we'll just go with the flow. Okay, cool. Um, I like that. Yeah, going back to the live audience thing, how do you think the audience experience differs now that you have a full band? Like, how do you do things differently on stage now that you have lots of people with you? Oh, oh. hello. Oh, it's Max. Max. Is he outside? I, I think he's. I think he's. This is great radio, folks. Nearby. This is how the professionals do it. Um, sorry, everybody. We're we're managing logistics as well. Um, I think that when I'm on my own, it depends on the setting. I think if it's in a more intimate venue on my own, that can be really special because I can connect with people mm. in a much closer way. But if it's a big venue and I'm on my own. 
I think having the band just helps you have presence, you know, especially if you're playing bars and like people want to chat and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, like it can be more difficult to hold the stage. Mm. And you're interacting, you've got two interactions happening. You've got your interaction with the band and with the audience and you can sort of play a bit more and, you know, and they're both such good performers. I just buzz off the energy that they bring. How did you find San Fran as a place to perform? It was fun. Yeah, it was I noticed great. they didn't have the you didn't have the full stage that time. May I interrupt and say the door is locked? Apparently. Oh no. Okay, run Solomon's down. Solomon's on a mission. What was that? I was just going to say I noticed um, that they didn't have the full stage set up. There was like a smaller. No. Stage. Yeah, we were on the lower stage, which was great. I loved it. W- was that your choice or? No, no, they changed it because. Um, there oh, here he is. I hope he's normally more punctual than this for the gigs and stuff. He's very reliable. Come on, sit down, man. Thank you, thank you. My apologies. Welcome to the studio. Not at all. It's so rock and roll. I love it. Everything's gone wrong, but everything's going right, you know? <laughs> yeah, there's no headphones, sorry. But uh, also, we can hear ourselves, so that's fine. When we got here, so Solomon had to bike back to Kelvin and back in 15 minutes. Wow. I think that's the record. <laughs> which is amazing, right? That's really impressive. Yeah, very impressive. Yeah. He's got one shoe on currently. Yeah, I put my shoe in the door for you. And then I took oh, the other one off. It's really all, really all chaos. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so we were just talking about um, the iGum show that you played last week. Yeah. How did you find that? Yeah, that was um, that was probably one of the best gigs I've been involved with. It was kind of... We'd been very excited about that for a while because it was the first time that we'd played since we'd played Twisted Frequency at New Year. And um, so the anticipation leading up to it was like quite a lot and um and we kind of heard through like interactions with people that there's quite a few people coming so we were kind of yeah we were really excited for it we just love playing on stage yeah. so um it was great it turned out that it was packed it, it we played well it was a good night in my life <laughs> indeed, <laughs> to say the least yeah no i mean it, uh, it. it was a pretty good eye gum it was it was it was we smashed it it was so fun we did yeah. <laughs> uh, what about what about Twisted Frequency? Is that the largest group of people that you've played to before? Um, probably. Yeah. Probably. probably. It was it was really nice. We had an awesome slot. We played at about we played at five o'clock. Yeah. Um, I was there for the record. Were you? Oh, yeah. yeah. I was I was in the audience. Hot cool. damn! And what did, what was your experience? Oh man, it was so long ago now. I just remember the the feeling of the festival. Mm. Yeah. More. I mean. Which definitely influenced our set and how yeah. we played as well. Yeah. You know, it was... Yeah, I mean, it was, it was kind of a vibe. different experience in music, listening to music at that festival, just being there with all those people. Yeah, uh, and uh, you're f- by the river and... Oh, yeah. Yeah. For, for those who yeah. don't know what Twisted Frequency is, could you sort of sum it up? Twisted Frequency <laughs> is a festival that... A New Year festival that happens in Golden Bay. And it's really cool because it's kind of like a fusion of many different communities like everybody is welcome and you meet all kinds of people there you know you go to festivals that are like all city kids or all sort of the spiritual community no, i don't know i would but say twisted has a certain slant to it yeah well each to their own yeah that's my experience it's, there's there's, but, there's definitely yeah. a big proportion of like the like wellington crowd there like mm-hmm. there's lots of people we recognize from the city but then also a lot of people who may live out that way and live a bit more rurally so mm. It is, I would agree, it's absolutely a mix of people. But yeah, you're right, it has a, definitely has a vibe to it, you know? And it's a, it's like, there's a lot of people, but it's not a huge festival. There's a couple of thousand people there, so it feels very safe. It feels very, um, there's definitely an emphasis on community at that festival. Mm. 
And um, yeah, I and you flew in. in for the night, so you really had a whirlwind. I had a, too. I had a whirlwind. <laughs> I'm going to go for the whole time this year. Yeah, and hopefully oh, cool. we play again. Yeah, hopefully we could play again. I'm These trying to stop that. Yeah, you play again. Well, should we hear a track now that we have more two members of the band? Two thirds of the yeah. Let's do D it. D in the sweet yeah. something. So will you? We've got D in the sweet something. Vocalize for for me. Yes, I will. <laughs> Absolutely. What song should we do? We're gonna do. Uh, you should be having fun. Okay, sweet. <clears throat> okay. I'm just going to trust that this is going to be... Should be fine. Projecting love. Okay. You've got to imagine Ryder's drum fill. <laughs> Can I then, do it? Yeah, please do it. <laughs> okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. You ready? I'm so ready. <laughs> <laughs> I cast my heart out to sea I caught a fish to be Off more than I could chew Didn't notice the bones Didn't listen to the radio Warnings that came through Even though I was prescribed A dose of peace and quiet I took a hit of noise And became reliant on it But I lost my appetite When I realized you should be having fun When you see the security guard Singing along to the song You should be having fun When the girl on the drums is smiling so wide You can see all of her guns When you're so high that you can't feel your tongue the only thing worse than having a bad time is having a bad time when you should be having fun. Is it all for? They dragged me down to the ocean floor Saw the pearls that sparkle past a seal and a shark Dancing to the roaring of a storm Even though I was prescribed a dose of peace and quiet I took a hit of noise and became reliant on it but I lost my appetite when I realized you should be having fun. When you see the security guard singing along to the song, you should be having fun. When the girl on the drums is smiling so wide, you can see all of her guns. When you're so high that you can't 
a bad time The only thing worse than having a bad time The only thing worse than having a bad time Is having a bad time when you should be having You should be having fun by D and the Sweet Somethings <laughs> on Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM. Uh, now, remind the folks listening at home where they can see you. You see me play? Hmm? Yeah. See me play? Um, well, tonight, yes, we are announcing our headline show at Meow on July 13th at 8pm. And it's going to be a wonderful lineup. We've actually got a featured violinist joining us for that show as Ooh, well. We do, Very which folky. sounds amazing on that song. You feel I like can you're imagine on a boat. that would work really, really well. Yeah, mm-hmm. her name's Celia, and she's fantastic. And I'm very excited about it. Very mm. excited. When we're in rehearsing, I always forget how to play the guitar because she does something amazing. <laughs> so it's good. just like, yeah, it's amazing. So yeah, come and join us there. It's going to be an awesome night. And that is a week before Max goes to the UK for a while. So it is. it's our last oh. hurrah for a wee while. Are you from the UK, Max? I am, yes. I'm from Manchester. What a dumb question. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. You could have British parents. I've been putting on this accent the whole time. <laughs> yeah, you're really committed to <laughs> no the bit on that knows. one. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, going well, back to that, sorted. yeah, that's all cleared up. Um, yeah, I really like that song. I I kind of Thank like you. it because that's a relief. Be a bit yeah, <laughs> yeah, not so sure about that, that one. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it kind of like it put word, it puts words to an experience that we all sort of have. Everyone's mm. had that experience, yeah. but you don't really talk about it that much, or even really think about it to yourself like no. everyone has that experience of being somewhere and everyone's happy and mm. everything is in place for you to have a really good time but you're yeah. just not you're just not having a good yeah. time yeah um but hearing that song is nice because it really does sort of encapsulate that feeling quite well thank and it's, you you know not something i'd ever really thought about true mm. uh, are the details of the song based on a particular experience i wrote it after a night of having that experience um, right so there's a particular band that, that that's I, about that I oh the no it's drums. not about oh um I can't remember what details are based in fact and what <laughs> are based in my head 
Um, I was also somewhere else that night, if you catch my drift. Um, So, yeah, that was maybe part of the experience too. But, yeah, I just remember... I do remember seeing the security guard, like, singing along and, like, having a bop. Mm. And I was just, like, not really having a good time. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I I like that song because of all the... And I've noticed I do it a lot, but all of the kind of oceanic imagery and, Mm. you know, like, I cast my heart out to sea, all that kind of, you know... Uh, um, that kind of theme and i i mean max knows i'm obsessed with metaphors so it's like very satisfying to me when as i just noticed you know you told me exactly what the song was about even Mm. though it was sort of coded into all of these you know metaphors and the verses and stuff Um, yeah well i mean i I kind of like it because it's a bit less coded i mean you literally say there's nothing worse than having a bad time the chorus is pretty explicit yeah you don't really have to unpack that one um but yeah, no, I think I did see the girl on the drums. Yeah, having having a good time. That was good. Smile yeah, so it was hard. it was a good it was a good night. But it, yeah, just that feeling that it's a strange feeling to have. It is, and I think it's, it's one we don't very, talk about. Yeah, it's also a very normal one. And I like mm. how that song um, sheds light on that. Mm. You know, it's it's mm. really because it's just such a, uh, a basic. If you're out being social all the time and. You know, it's not going to be fun all the time, even though the particular event you're at is catered towards having fun. Yeah. Mm. So the the, the problem isn't so much um, not having fun, but rather the sort of expectations that we place on ourselves to have fun in certain situations. Well, the only thing worse than having a bad time is having a bad time when you should be having fun. Should be having fun. You know, like... That's what makes it so yeah. tragic. Mm. Absolutely tragic. tragic. But that's the thing. <laughs> but it's yeah. it's such a simple experience. It's such like a, a common experience Completely. that it almost seems too obvious to write about. Mm. But Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it came across slightly ear. worse than it was intended to. <laughs> it's character development. I like it. Um, what were you saying about the ocean metaphors and the ocean themes you're saying that's that's a Um, common thing in your music yeah i've noticed i talk about the ocean i think i take a lot of inspiration from nature i think like in almost all of my songs there's at least one reference to to nature or Mm. you know that kind of um yeah personifying her or yeah Mm. using imagery to describe a feeling or a moment um have you spent a lot yeah. of time in nature, like, growing up? I have, up? Yeah. yes. I, yeah, I have. I grew up... I was born in London, actually, but um, I grew up just outside Blenheim and spent a lot of time... Yeah, I spent a lot of time in the well, South Island. hang on, just to interject, I'm the yes. only non-British-born person here. Mm. Well, there That's we true. are. Why were you born I was born in London as well. Uh, <laughs> and we were born... In the same in the hospital. Same hospital. Well, I was actually born in Auckland. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yes, so... Um, yeah. What Damn. a plot twist. Banner in the works, eh? Oh, there we go. Honestly, <laughs> such trouble. But yeah, we, people did think you I'm English. we were born in the same hospital. Yeah, I just want to make sure. Really, that's wow. that's strange coincidence. Also went to the same primary school at different times, but... Really? Kelvin Normal School. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> so, you know, the universe has just been... Mm. There we go. Also, for the record, Kelvin Normal School has the best adventure playground of any school, in my opinion. <laughs> It's incredible. You, you don't remember the Adventure Playground? It's that like, was closed for my whole time there. No. It was heartbreaking. So also, I oh. came from Marlborough where we were like surrounded by vineyards and fields and our playground was the best Adventure Playground. We had like <laughs> huge tyres and like masts and like ropes. I'm sorry. Uh, that sounds pretty good. I always 
pretty we had some tires it was, it was quite it was quite cool also i was like where's the field and they showed me like this small the patch concrete. of turf oh it was like turf. a pathetic excuse for a field yeah. in, in my days it was actually a, like an old pool oh true it was like a gross damn pool. i missed that era anyway this is getting anyway, slightly off topic, slightly off topic. <laughs> what was the topic Oh, Ocean. nature. We were talking about nature. Oh, yeah. The last time that Toby and I talked to you, you were telling us about your trip down south. So I you was. recently got back from an extended period of traveling yes. all by yourself in the South Island. Talk yes. about nature. Now that's being surrounded by nature. That, it's being true. alone in your car in the South Island. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a bit about that trip? How long were you gone? Where did you go? Sure. So I was away for five months and I, yeah, explored basically the whole South Island. I just moved into my car. His name is Moss. I had a chest of drawers in the back and a little tiny, tiny, tiny half single bed. Um, and yeah, I just loaded up all my stuff. I bought my car before I had my license and I got my license two weeks before my ferry. It was a very wow. spur of the moment, I'm going to make this happen, you know. Yeah. And I set my mind to it and I did it. It was great. Um, and yeah, so I was just living in the car on my own for five months, just basically on the move constantly, freedom camping or camping at dock sites, mm. hiking most days. It was beautiful. And mm. I think, yeah, spending... I remember saying to you both on the San Fran balcony that night um, that, yeah, it was so healing and amazing to spend that much time mm. just with yourself, you know, confronting who you are and experiences you've had and just really sitting with yourself. And I think I'm so much more at peace. Did you discover the meaning of life and is it beans? Is it, yes, I did. And yes, we can it confirm is beans. Right we can confirm, yeah. We also got some fantastic songs out of that trip as well. We did get some good songs. So I'm pretty stoked about yeah. that. And, and obviously you your writing experience. Well, but mainly the songs. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Um, sorry? Yes. You, d- you, you managed to actually do some writing while you were down there. I did manage to, yes. I didn't write as much as I thought. I think we all expected that I would like go off on a road trip and write like four albums. Yeah, it was such but, a disappointment. Yeah, <laughs> they really berated me about that one. Um, no, you were too busy hiking and meeting amazing people. Yeah, true. Amazing trees. There are a lot of amazing trees. Yeah, um, mm. yeah I did write a few, a few songs. So the encore we played at iGum, I wrote on my trip. And if I may so, 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 that's a fucking banger. <laughs> it's it does an absolute slap. banger. It does slap. Um, what, key, what time signature is it in, do um, <laughs> Oh, wait, I know, I know, I know I this one. I want the audience at home to know. It's, uh, it's in 11.8, isn't it? Yes, it is it in 11.8. I remember saying that to you after the show. Yeah. Did you hear that, Toby? Were you counting? Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, nice. I'm a composition major. <laughs> Whoa, Nice. Yes, it's an 11.8, and I'm very proud. I didn't even know it was an 11.8 when I wrote it. And then I and then was like, what we the, f- we the fuck's going on? Yeah, we were working out in rehearsal, and me and Radowak, hang on a second here. Ryder loves me and hates me because I always bring really weird time signatures. He's our drummer. Yeah. And he has to deal with them. Normally, drummers are the ones who are trying to add that kind of complexity into mm. music, much to the mm. annoyance of the rest of the band. I think he, he at first he's like, oh my God, and then he really enjoys the challenge and like, yeah. he's such an amazing drummer. Yeah, he's an amazing drummer. He really is. And yeah. like, the cool thing about those songs that you bring that might have some rhythmically kind of interesting or intricate parts is they're still just as memorable and easy to remember as a song that might be in a mm. more standard mm. time signature. So once you kind of have it in your head, it's in your head, mm. regardless of whether it's 11-8, you know? Mm. Well, the, well, that's when you know that this, the song actually 
justifies using that time Absolutely. signature because you, you yeah. hear a lot of music, especially around Wellington, I won't name names, but mm. <laughs> bands that uh, just throw it in there for the sake of it. You yeah. know what I mean? And you can really tell because it, it's not memorable in any way. Completely. I think it also speaks to the band's writing style. You know, I think that comes into it a lot. Yeah. Like my writing style is very organic and intuitive and kind of just happens. Mm. And then I'm like, oh, wow, that's freaking cool, you know. <laughs> Whereas some people have a much more conscious approach to writing, you know. Yeah. Um, like I didn't plan for it to be in that time signature. It just happened to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that comes into it too. Mm. We actually have some games prepared. Oh, yes. Oh, this oh is the goodness. part of the show where we do games and quizzes and fun. We love games. And quizzes and fun. <laughs> uh, so We should be having fun, shouldn't we? We should be. But Are we? I reckon we start <laughs> We will and we shall. Oh, okay, okay. This is a little quiz <laughs> that, uh, that Solomon devised. And we've both written something for it. Yeah. Brilliant. You want to introduce it since it's your feature? Well, this is a little quiz game. So okay. there are three rounds. Oh, God. Essentially three questions. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you three different band names. And one of these band names will not be a real band name. Oh. Oh, New, New okay, Zealand, New Zealand band names. So okay. names oh, okay. of New Zealand musicians or New Zealand bands. Oh, God, it'll be terrible if we get it wrong. <laughs> Won't it? I'll have to send Wait, apology on. DMs. You, you've done two and I've done two. So <laughs> four like rounds. a real band. <laughs> oh, we four done. rounds. Fake band. Beg my pardon. Oh, no. This really do be at the expense of <laughs> people. <clears throat> All right. So, round one. Ding, ding, ding. Band name slash musician name A, Agent Alvin. B, Don't Eat Grapes. C, Cut off your hands. I mean, they all sound like they could be bad names. That's actually the point of the game. Yeah. What was was the first one? The first one was Agent Alvin. Agent Alvin. Agent Alvin. Alvin. That's awesome. (laughs) That sounds like a band you'd be in. Agent Alvin. Can I be in the band if it's a real band? Just going to put it out there. Um, Don't eat grapes. Don't eat grapes. I'm pretty sure I've heard of that. Right. I haven't. And cut off your hands. And that is really conscious an image. (laughs) <laughs> I don't really like the last one, but I, I don't know if that's part of it. I'm I would I'm gonna go with C. You're gonna go with C, C is the fake one? I reckon C is the f- I reckon that's fake. But I won't have a clue. Because it just Don't influence the answer. <laughs> You're the quiz master. I'm gonna go with A. Do we have to have the same answer? No, no, no. no, no, no. We're probably gonna Actually disagree you should on probably you should probably one. choose different ones. Okay. Okay, so okay. yeah. You think Agent Alvin is the fake one? And Matt you thinks think Cut Off Your Hands is the fake, fake one. one. Yeah. Well, uh, Agent Alvin is a drum and bass producer oh, from New Zealand. True, true. And, and uh, Cut Off Your Hands is... Uh, oh, no, we really... We really <laughs> is, uh, what, what, what is this? Funk band from Auckland, right? Oh, no. Um, uh, Cut Off Your Hands plays sporadically danceable indie rock of a harmless sort. And in 2008, they released their debut full-length album on Universal. And Don't Eat Grapes does not exist. But somehow Dee had heard of it. Maybe maybe in a dream or something. Maybe there's a grapes, something else grapes that I'm thinking of. We're off to a bad start. Or maybe I just made it up. Maybe. What's my subconscious telling me? Who knows? I thought of Let's Eat Grandma, the band. Let's Let's Eat Grandma. Grandma. I don't know why. Grandmama. Maybe it's like Don't Eat Gilbert Grape. Yeah. Don't eat. Don't Maybe that's. How hungry are we? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> okay, so for mine, I've done um, all flying nun bands. Cool. Flying nun bands. What? Quotations. Well, 
Are they all flown on that? Two out of three of them are. Um, okay, so... <laughs> this is making me feel inadequate about my musical knowledge. But anyway, yes, please continue. Okay, so first one, Tall Dwarfs. Mm-hmm. Second one, The Bad Avocados. And the third one, Breast Secreting Cake. Breast Secreting Cake. Breast Secreting Cake. That sounds like something you would come up with. I'm, but it might be a real thing. I'm, I feel like in the back of my mind I've heard of those first two names. Tall Dwarves and the Bad Avocados. I feel like I've, I feel like somewhere I've heard of those, both of those. Again, p- could definitely I most no likely I have no bleeding clue. So I'm Especially gonna... B, the Avocados one. What's it called oh, really? again? Bad Avocados. Bad Avocados, I'm sure I've heard of that. Yeah? Like, sh- uh, what percentage are we at? I'm at about 5% sure that 5%? <laughs> oh my God. I'm okay. absolutely I'm, sure. I'm 5%. Gonna go with, I'm gonna... That was the, one, the initial one that I was like... Yeah. So what what sort of music do the bad avocados make? Mate, I have no idea. I just I just the name rings a bell. But I'm going on. Maybe a they use whim. avocado pips like as, as, as percussion. Yeah, you know what I mean? Alright, what are we thinking, guys? Okay. C. I think C. So um, you think breast secreting cake doesn't exist? I, I think that. I really hope that exists. Um that's hilarious. <laughs> um Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna can I can I we just be like not my own sailor and just go with what Meg said. Sure. Okay. Uh, oh wait, what were the first two again? First two were tall dwarves and the bad avocados. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with C. I'm gonna go with C. Okay. Um, you're both wrong. Bristol Greeting Cake is uh, my dad's band from the '90s. Oh. Um, tall dwarves are real. Bad avocados is made up. But you would, I should have again, followed my instincts. Again, you'd heard of it somehow. I'm never trusting you. No, I'm kidding. Oh you're just you're so sure you've heard of the ones that I came That's up so with. Funny. I know. That's crazy. That's so funny. I, I think, Toby, we're really good at making up bad names. Yeah, we are. Wow. I reckon we should yeah. make a band. We should call the yeah, bad avocados. Band, yes. Oh. All right, have, get, you, um, have you got another one? I do have another one. Are you guys ready? Yes. Even though we're losing, this is still fun. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to put it out there. Hey, no one's keeping score. Positive man. I am. I, I'm also having I'm, fun. I'm sweating, but I'm having fun. <laughs> <laughs> right, we have three more bands. Okay. A, the Gremlins. B, the Dudes. Or C, the Tramps. They sound like three parts of my personality. <laughs> <laughs> D has three modes: gremlin, dude, tramp. Absolutely, uh, but there's well, what one, is I need one more mode? that's like you know the cute and cuddly part. Mm. Um, what are we thinking? Um, <laughs> Brain empty. <laughs> I definitely feel like I've heard the dudes. I've heard the dudes. <laughs> I swear to God, that's wrong. I swear to God, that's wrong. I'm so, Are you more than 5% sure I'm this time? I'm more than 5% sure that I've heard of the dudes. I'm um, sure I've heard of the dudes. I'm going to just go with C again. C, okay. The tramps. The tramps. Okay. I'm going to go with a, I'm going to go with A. You think the gremlins are fake? I don't know, but, <laughs> but I'm going to give it a whirl. <laughs> Gonna, they all sound like they could be band names. They're all quite Yeah, that, that, is, that, is, that the is the point. point. Yeah, <laughs> so it just, like, re- relies on, you know... Anyway, obviously we well, need to do our fucking research. Max, yeah. you will be glad to know that <gasps> the tramps are a fake... 
Well, actually, There's I... There's definitely I d- a band called okay, the Tramps well, out there. Yeah, no, I've, I've just looked it up. The Tramps with two M's are an American disco and soul band who are based in Philadelphia. Probably should have looked it up. So, yeah, they are real, but I, I sort of just came up with the... But Let's what, just say but that what, they don't exist. Max, yay! But what you're saying is I've got a point. Yes. I'm genuinely quite happy about that. Excellent. <laughs> quite happy. Fun fact about the Gremlins, one of their singles, which was a cover of the Knickerboxes, The Coming Home Generation, was more popular than the original, and it reached number two in the New Zealand, New Zealand National Charts in 1966. That's wow. a very wow. fun fact. That is very interesting. That is and interesting. Yeah, the I dudes are indeed a New Zealand band, and they were among the biggest stars on the Kiwi pop scene during the late 1970s. Mm. You know, Didn't yeah. they do uh, Bliss? I'm going to look up all of these bands after this. I don't know, but, it, yeah. but they had I've, Dave Dobbin as one of the guitarists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Drink yourself more bliss. I think that was them. Oh, oh is that? Ah, I think wow. so. Oh, that's, that's definitely what I've heard. No way. Okay, and for the final round, we've got three more Flying Nun bands. Flying or are they? Oh. Oh, dun, dun, dun. <sighs> okay, first one. <laughs> first one, Marxist Landlords. That's great. Next one, The Headless Chickens. And finally, The Jean-Paul Sartre Experience. Hmm. I'm in physical pain. I think A is there is a false band name. Marxist landlords is fake. You reckon? That feels very Wellington. It though. does. It's Doesn't a it? it's a great band name. It's like a dart song. Yeah, I think that's excellent. But I do think I reckon. You think that's fake? I mean, yes, I guess so. Any thoughts, T? Um, I think it's fair to say D is not having fun anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, having she should fun. be. D's having fun. D just feels bad because D feels... I'm going to speak in third person. <laughs> D feels like D should know, you know? D should know. D should know this stuff. But that's okay. Um, Marxist landlords, headless chickens, Jean-Paul Sartre experience. Um, I'm going to go with C. Max is right on this one. Man, you nailed Jean-Paul it. Jean-Paul Sartre experience is a real flying band. band. Oh, my God. I don't think I should. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, we don't have a prize for you, but... You can, okay. have, you can have the glory. Thank you so much. I'll take the it. The honour. Um, right. Well, So w- which of the other two were real? Sorry, I, I missed it. I was reading something on my phone. No, no, no. One's fake. One's the other fake. Two oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You invented the game, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Marxist Landlords was made up. That's fake, yeah. So. Well, that's disappointing. That isn't it? Yeah, these are all bands now. that need to be made. Did, did Who came up with that name? I came up with that one. That's a good one, man. And the bad avocados. Yeah. Well, that concludes our first game of Guess That Band Name. Guess That Band Name. We need a better name for that. We need a sting. We need some music to come in. I was going to say a jingle would go a long way there. Well, you could have asked us for one. I would have done one. We would have done one off the cuff. Can you you do one now for us? Off the cuff? Didn't you just... You you offered. Well, now it's after the fact. Okay, all right. No, okay, let's think about it. What's it called? Um, we don't know. The guess that band name. Guess that. Guess band that name. band. Okay. Band or not? Guess that band name. Yeah. How's that? Hell yeah! We're gonna sample that. And that use was pretty it. We're good. gonna use that for all future rounds. I think we nailed that. Hell yeah! Okay. Um, well, we've only got about eight minutes left on the show. Should we hear another Hot song? Down. Yeah. Yes, we shall hear another song. Mm-hmm. Max, would you like to sing? Falls of Flora Home. Let's do it. Cool. 
So can I give some context to this song? Please, Please. do. So Max and I met on a boat a while ago on the sea lion, if you recall, which I think oh, is where yes. we met initially, perhaps. Possibly. Maybe? I I can't remember, but I remember being on um, the sea lion and you being there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we got chatting about music and we were like, you're cool, I'm cool, let's be cool. And then we... Hung, the first time we hung out, we wrote two songs, and this is one of them. So this song is actually um, about my dad, which is quite sweet. Take it away. Brush my hair behind my ear and tell me stories of Delilah, merely moonlight casting shadows on your face. You would place your hand upon my back as the sky faded to black and your eyes were stars above my sleep. chose you to guide me through the dark you chose my shoulder to lean on we chose to keep our heads above the water Place my feet upon your toes And we'd waltz while the wind was blowing Kisses to our cold, bitten cheeks We would make mountains out of snow And friends from crows and sparrows And sometimes I would wish I'd never grow chose you to guide me through the dark you chose my shoulder to lean on we chose to Oh, 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 oh,
If you weren't already convinced, you should go see these guys' show at Meow on the... 13th of July. 13th of July. Catch them. And where can people find you on social media if they want to find links to tickets? They can look up at Human Being across anything and they'll find my page. Wonderful. And TikTok, right? Oh, gosh, yeah. I just got a TikTok and I'm hoping that I'll make things on it. You've come such a long way. I'm so I proud know. of you. I thank you. <laughs> what, what did you? What did I'm you? Not technically inclined. What did you advertise it as? You were like grand, Grandpa D, was it? Oh yeah, I was like yeah, yeah. There's an ongoing joke that D is like uh, mine and Ryder's granddad. <laughs> oh yeah. So this is not a granddad like theme TikTok. Yeah, there's a weird family dynamic. Family dynamics going on. We won't look into this. But yeah, I, I. Yeah, I feel like in, in some ways I resonate with being a grandfather. Okay. It's, it's, it's <laughs> <not> a... <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. But it's yep. not a granddad um, theme TikTok. It's, Sorry? It's not a granddad oh, no, theme it's TikTok. Not a granddad okay. It's not granddad <laughs> rock band. Anyway. That would be interesting. <laughs> so what is it? Like I mean, you, you lip syncing Harry Styles or what? What can people expect on TikTok? Um, very niche. Um... <laughs> I, I don't I really don't know what's in store for me there. I don't think any, I don't think the world the world the world will know until it happens. But we yeah, have such fun. F- Forty seconds left of the show. <gasps> well, can I just oh, say no. quickly, thank you so much for having us. This is such a cool initiative, and I'm stoked to be on board. Oh, it's our Agreed. pleasure. And Agreed. Yeah. Me too. Thank you very much, guys. Thank You've you. been lovely guests. Yeah. Thank Yay. you very much for coming on and making Yay. the time for I us. I apologise for being late once again. Oh no. But, um, Absolutely fine. No, it was fine. super. It was hey, super you're the you're roll. the champion of the band name quiz. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you redeemed yourself in that. Thank respect. you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Yes. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the local culture show. Catch you same place, same time next week. That program was brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Get your voice heard. Thanks New Zealand On Air for funding accessmedia.nz.